Welcome to the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. Well, welcome back to another great episode of the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. And today I have joining me Ryan Hunter from our Midtown Tulsa location. Ron, how you doing today? I'm doing well. What's up, Vince? Oh, man, it's good to have you here. I'm doing well myself. And also, Nick Domasic. Come on, man. How you doing? So good, man. So excited to be here. I'm mean, very good. Nick's from our Broken Arrow campus. Now, Nick, you're originally from the Kansas City area, correct? Actually, from the St. Louis area. I was way off. I was, that was not very personal of me. Yeah, I was way off. He's over there with Nelly, and I'm over there. But we will go ahead and keep it moving. So glad to have you back here joining us today. And today, we are going to be talking about empowering leaders. Now, you as a switch leader might be asking yourself the question, well, what does that mean? I'm already a switch leader. Well, we want you to be the best leader that you can be. As we know, say here is that we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow. So, Ryan, I want to start off asking you this question. Why would you give something away that you could do yourself? Uh, yeah, I, I remember I actually asked you this question, Vince. And I think that's, that's the first thing that comes to my mind was I was a summer intern at Vince's campus a long time ago. And I asked him the question of why would you ever delegate something? Because you like your job, obviously. So don't you want to do everything? And he kind of looked at me like I was stupid. Like, are you? Are you, are you kidding me right now? Why would you? <laughs> I've never looked at anybody like they were stupid. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> like, why, what do you, are you want to do everything? And it took me a long time to learn this lesson that, you know, I, I don't need to do everything. I shouldn't do everything. Um, I remember one Wednesday night, one switch, I had like a nine square bag over my shoulder and I was carrying cones in my hand to go set on the parking lot. And the leader stopped me and asked, hey, you want help with that? And I said, no, I'm good. I'll, I'll take care of it. You got it. And part of me was like, I want to make sure this is done right. And the other part was, I don't want to burden this leader with this extra task, right? But when you give something to someone, it's not just putting a burden on someone and alleviating some stress or some task from you, uh, but it's helping them fulfill a calling that they may feel. Oh, you know, come they on. Serve, That's good. They serve for you for a certain reason. They serve in Switch. They serve in their ministry for a certain reason because God called them to do it. And God wants, some, God wants to do something in and through their lives. And when you don't delegate to them, that thing is not being done. You're holding back the potential that they may see. Um, by you wanting to hold on to something. So you're not just talking about the highest level of leadership at Switch. You're not just talking about the youth pastor. You're talking about a Switch coach, uh, check-in lead. Yeah, anybody. Anybody that leads a team of people, um, when you delegate to someone, it empowers them uh, to own their role there, to where they're doing more than just showing up on a Wednesday night. They're, they're a part of it. They're, they feel the weight of the role. They feel the why behind everything they do. Nick, have you ever seen this played out? Yeah, I think when I hear that, and I'm thinking specifically about what we call the most important part of our ministry, small groups. Um, when I look at small groups, I think we typically have two leaders in those groups, a, a switch leader, and, and they may have a co-leader. But to me, um, you still have a team there because we say that those are not the students who are in that group. They're not the leaders of tomorrow. They're the leaders of today. And so in order to empower them, it might look like you taking a step back in your small group, giving them an opportunity to, to speak and to be a part of what's going on in that leadership. And so I think taking it to the most basic level right there, um, if you're a switch group leader, man, give your students an opportunity to lead today because that's what they are. They are the leaders of today. So what I'm hearing you guys say is whether I'm the youth pastor, a switch coach, 
or even a small group leader, there's an opportunity for me to empower someone, allow them to use their gifts, their talents that God's created them to use? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay, opportunity. I, I love that. So now I'm probably thinking there might be somebody listening to this who's thinking, okay, I'm going to switch tonight, and I'm going to give everything away. I'm not going to do nothing. So I guess the question I would ask is how much can or how much should you give away? So to me, I think any time you can give an opportunity to someone to make them feel empowered, take that chance, take, take the step. And they may not do it as well as you, but we hear from our pastor all the time. If they can even do it 80% as well, I think that that opportunity may take their leadership to the next step. And so give that away, take a risk, take a step of faith and watch them grow in their leadership and development. Um, give them that chance because I think something really cool could come out of it. Something you may have never planned. Yeah, I definitely err on the side of giving everything away as opposed to holding on to things. It's so much more rewarding to give somebody authority over something on a Wednesday night and seeing them grow in that opportunity, whether they do it half as good as you or not, they learn something about themselves, they learn something about their leadership that's so much more rewarding than if you were to hold on to that. I've heard so many stories about people who are uh, on staff at Life Church because it started with someone entrusting them, empowering them. I've heard stories of people who've got promotion at their jobs because someone trusted and empowered them. I've heard stories of marriage being changed because someone found their purpose and because someone gave them opportunity. So I'm right on with you guys. You guys are spot on. So let me ask you this. Should I just randomly give stuff away to whomever? Like, actually, how do I find the right people to give stuff to? Yeah, I think... The temptation will be to give it, give something away fast to the first body that you see, but that's that's definitely not what you want to do. No, 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 no. You want to find the right person. So to how do you give do that? To. So I think the right person is is not necessarily someone who's the most skilled. I think it's someone who's the most passionate, the person that shares that love or the why behind Switch, the person that cares just as much, just as much about leading students to become fully devoted followers of Christ as you do just cares just as much about your small group as you do, cares just about much about operations or check-in or greeting at the door as you do. When you give someone to someone who shares the why, um, then the skills, the task, the, the stuff behind the scenes, the, the things they need to learn in the process of it all, that all comes together. The why is the most important part when giving to someone. Yeah, that's good. And I think too, when I'm looking for somebody to delegate to, I'm not necessarily looking for the right skills and capabilities right away, because the reality is, is we know that God has given us skills. He's given us capabilities that we don't even know we have yet. And yeah. so one thing I'm looking for is I'm looking for somebody who's hungry. I'm looking for somebody who's showing up when they're showing up early. They don't have to be there that early, but they're there and they want more. Or maybe they're asking questions. How do I get more out of this? How do I become a better leader? How do I I lead people to become fully devoted. And so when I'm looking at that, when I'm seeing somebody who's hungry, I'm going to feed that and I'm going to give them an opportunity. And even though the capability might not be there, it doesn't mean that something won't move and that capability won't come later on. Yeah. Oftentimes the right person is already doing the, the thing. They're already trying to lead people to become fully devoted followers of Christ. They just haven't got the next opportunity to do so yet. They haven't got that next role or that seat where they're going to do it to the best capacity yet. Yeah, that's good. I like that. I mean, it's just, it's amazing. What kind of what you're saying is that God is sending you the right people. They're already in your ministry, but you have to be good in stewarding and using what God has given you the opportunities to help them use their gifts and their talents. And they're pretty passionate about it. So it might not be that their biggest passion is, man, I just want to talk to students in small groups. It might be like, I just love being organized. 
And you're like, yeah. hey, there's an awesome opportunity for you to help us be organized and switch. And that's their passion. So that's one way that someone can use their gifts. And they can begin to, sounds like, lead a team of people who might be more organized. Or if I am a small group leader, right, I don't have to necessarily just take the reins and do all everything. We've talked about it on some previous podcasts, but I can literally empower students to take an opportunity to speak up and exercise the gifts that God has given them. I love what I'm hearing, guys. I just love it. So tell me, what are some practical ways we can empower our leaders? I think to me, um, some of the best ways to empower leaders are to think through the things like the parts of your ministry that may be struggling or the parts of your area that may be struggling. So um, where where maybe do you need some help? If you're a switch group leader, maybe leading students is, is a little tough at times. Maybe it's your communication skills. And so maybe it's finding somebody who can help you in that area, finding a co-leader who has really strong communication, who you can learn off of or build from. Or if you're a community leader and you're leading a team of small group leaders, Maybe it's finding that person who can support you in, in preparing the, the strongest team that you could have. And so um, when I'm thinking through empowering people, I'm thinking through, man, where, where do I struggle a little bit? Where could I use some support? And I'm going to find some people who can help strengthen my weaknesses. And together, we're going to become a stronger team. So you're saying that you don't necessarily have to find people who are just like you? No, absolutely not. Yeah, I think, I think if I found a team who was just like me, um, I think that could be a loss. So I want to find a team who's diverse and who's different, and together we come together to make a really strong team that can impact a whole lot of people. Yeah, I think when you do something, when you just find people who are just like you, the whole ministry and your whole service just reflects your strengths and weaknesses. Yeah. You want it diverse. You want it reflecting everybody's strengths. Okay, that's very good. I like that. I like that. So we've always been talking about not empowering just leaders, but students. So how does that same principle of philosophy apply to empowering students? What are some practical things you can do to make that happen? I think one of the best things that happens at Switch is when students start to believe that Switch is their ministry. It doesn't just exist on a Wednesday night for them to just show up and, and leave, which honestly, like, I say that, but I know I did that for so long when I started attending Life Church. As a, as a student is when I started coming. It was so easy to just walk in and walk out and feel no level of ownership to it. But when you see a student start to see that Switch is theirs, like they can play a part in it, that's when things start to click and change for them, and that's when they can start owning the night. On a practical level, I've seen what this looks like is asking students questions about Switch often really helps, like the most basic question. You can get in your small group and say, hey, what was your favorite thing about tonight? What did you love? What's something that if, if it never happened again at Switch, you would never come back? What's something that if it never happened again at Switch, you wouldn't even notice it was gone? And so they start thinking about, oh, man, what is this Wednesday experience like? How could it be better? How can I help it be better? Yeah. Um, you can ask them stories that they've heard from students who've come for the very first time. Who have they been inviting? And the more you start to ask them these questions, it doesn't just change their conversation, it kind of changes the way they think. They start to think about Switch as something that they can contribute to, and they start owning it and feeling that weight of it on a Wednesday night. Yeah, for sure. And, and I think another really practical way is Swerve. Yeah. Um, man, we talk through, we are spiritual contributors, not spiritual consumers. Come the on. church does not exist for us, but we are the church and we exist for the world. And I think a lot of the times our students don't hear those core values and apply them to themselves. And so what's really important is us taking the next step and saying, man, you could swerve. You can make a difference today. You can be that leader. Yeah. You want to talk about a practical way of empowering them and, and having them change the church. That's it. Have, lead them to become a spiritual contributor and not a spiritual consumer. Very good. That's very good. Man, I'm loving what I'm hearing from you guys. It's just 
I think back how someone gave me an opportunity, and it sounds like you guys sharing how someone gave you guys an opportunity, it makes all the difference. And I think there's a big miss when we think to ourselves, like Ron explained earlier, that I can do all this or I'm putting a burden on someone else. As you think about all the things we've talked about today, is there something else that you would like to share? I think overall, just don't don't be afraid to take that step of empowering someone because there's somebody there. Ryan, you mentioned it earlier. There's somebody there waiting. There's somebody there who's hungry and there's somebody there who wants it. And they may not take the step until you give them the opportunity. They may not step into what God has for them. And what we know is, is what God has for each and every one of us is so much better than what we have for ourselves. And so give the opportunity, take the step. Um, it may not turn out the way it would have turned out if you did it, but it may turn out a whole lot better. And so it's a good risk. That's so good yeah. right there. Yeah. I think also be a really good listener. Everyone has something to add. Everyone has something to add to the ministry. And if you listen to them, hear what they can do, they're going to fit some role. Don't limit what they can do based off the opportunities to serve. There's something that they're gifted at. Vince, you mentioned earlier, if someone likes to be organized, there's a spot for that at Switch. If someone likes to be loud and exciting and jumping all over the walls. There's a spot for that at Switch yep. too, you know? There's a spot for everyone to serve and listen to what people like to do, listen to what people can do and find a place for them in the ministry. Don't put a limit on it just based off what you see. Yep. So I want to encourage you this week, go out when you're at Switch, when you're at church on the weekend, find someone, have a conversation with them and use it as a chance to not only get to know them, but empower them, allow them to use the gift that God has given them. Whether you're a switch coach, whether you are a community group leader or the head of the switch operations teams, no matter where you find yourself, is it know that you have the ability to empower someone. I want to thank you for joining us on the Switch Leader Podcast, where we decide today the leader we will be tomorrow.